Hi, welcome to uh, Godly Council. My name is Adedeji Adeome. Um, today we're going to be talking about the new normalcy. The new normalcy. Um, what does what do we mean about the new normalcy? You understand what is actually happening in our world today uh, about the COVID-19. A lot of people getting worried. Yes, it's actually a moment of worry. It's actually a moment of everything happening right now. Yes, COVID-19 is eating us, it's giving us a new face, it's telling us about the new things that is happening in our world today. It's setting us on the stage on different level, on different things. And we're having plenty of confusion, much worries, much anxieties in the head. And for me, I believe this is actually killing people more than the COVID-19 itself. So today, that's why we're looking into the new normalcy. So why is it a new normal? So why is everything not new? Doesn't mean God just created everything to be new. Doesn't mean God is trying to bring something out of the blue. So today we're talking about the new normal. So like I said, if you're joining us for the first time, this is Godly Council, where we actually teach undiluted Word of God. And why do we teach undiluted Word of God? To actually make people to come into their divine purpose in life. Because we all have a purpose, we all have our places in this life, in this world, on this earth. So we actually come into the place by counseling us to move into the right direction, in the right path, and then to live the right life, to live the right life. So today we're talking about the new normalcy. Um, our test is taken from Hebrews 13, 8, Hebrews 13, 8, uh, NLT, New Living Translation. So it's actually a test you know, I know, we both know because we've been here to test one or two places. It said Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same yesterday, today, and forever. The world around us is changing from the things we used to know. We're used to some things. Um, I remember sitting with my wife, we were just thinking, we were thinking some things in our head. And then we'll remember ah, there was a moment that we can just go out to some places to get some food. A particular date uh, it was a birthday. So we went out to get nice food in a nice place uh, where we stay here in Nigeria, Lagos. So we drove around and we were able to get the food and we brought it back to the house. We enjoyed it and we actually went out with our daughter. So we're just sharing the experience together. And we're like, wow, we miss it. So in that moment, we're like, ah, we, we had a moment that we can just go out and get what we, what we want and we'll just hit it. But everything has changed because of the lockdown, of the protection of life. Even the place we're mentioning, I'm not sure they've opened for the past many months. All right. So a lot of things where we have to deal with a lot of lockdown. So we have found our way around it. Yes, some people are finding their way around it. And suddenly a new dimension is becoming on us. So the old life we used to know, where they found our way around it, we already know how it works. So now suddenly a new dimension came up and then we're trying to survive the new dimension. And some of us are waiting for the rich and the powerful to actually tell us what's the next thing. Because we feel that the rich and the powerful they have influence when they say something just like Jeb Benzo is coming to tell the world that don't worry tomorrow the economy the economy is going to be stable we're going to trust him 
we are going to trust him it is normal just like um uh, um, uh, minister of um, finance is telling us don't worry we have more money to take care of your needs we're going to trust those people but <laughs> the truth is they are not coming to say something like this rather when you turn to the bbc or you turn to cnn you are hearing different stories you are seeing a lot of unemployment people uh, filing for unemployment we have more numbers than before the economy is crashing and then um, our hope is sapping and then we're hearing of downsizing we're hearing of cost reduction by reducing salary and the government is really doing their best but we want more we want more we want more but the problem that i have in this is that um, despite all these things is happening the churches and religious places are shut down they're locked down because we understand that even the normal life that we know that even though we are going through things the closest place most of us run to is the church it's not our tv to watch a pastor or our phone but the building the church the gathering of the people just bring the light in us when we sit down under a preacher and we listen to the preacher we listen we watch the tv yes we listen to preaching uh, on our phones on our tablet on our laptop yes it's true but there is, you cannot erase the fact that people gather together and pray and worship and you are in that presence and you feel the anointing. You are not just alone to yourself and crying to yourself. Or you have a group that you can just reach out to and tell them, hey, this is what you are going through. What can you help me? But no. President Trump came out one time and said, people in uh, alcohol abuse and drug abuse have increased intensely. There was one time one of the adult movies um, the top adult movie came out and said that we have 20% increase. 20%. That is 20 more people. We are still saying that a lot of people are spending their time on pornography. Now we are having 20% more. It's a whole lot. It's a whole lot to take in. It's a whole lot. And the churches, and the problem is this reopening the churches is key, but not our top priority. If you are listening to me, you, you, you should understand what I'm saying. And this is, is, is a guilt that runs across everybody. It's key. But it's not our top priority. The only people that are top priority in opening of the churches and the worship center are the people that pay the church staffs, the church staffs or the, the pastor that need to maintain a bill. But the members, it's not the priority. We are only looking at the government. We are only looking at uh, and the people we are only looking at the people in, in the influence we are only looking at the economists we are only looking at the financial uh, 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 gurus to give us the to give us the hope but we are not just ready for the church that's the last thing uh, people are not really campaigning for church imagine people are campaigning for beach to go and swim <laughs> that's the truth but the one thing we need to understand that the world is changing but God's world does not change Second Timothy 2.9 told us that and because I preach the good news, I am suffering and I have been chained like a criminal. But the word of God cannot be chained. The word of God cannot be changed. First Peter 1.2.5 said, But the word of the Lord remains forever and that word is 
the good news that we preach to you. So if God's word cannot be changed, whether the new normalcy, whether the negative reports we are hearing, it is not the problem. The problem is we ourselves, are we, do we truly trust God? Do we truly trust God? If we are feeling betrayed by the things happening to us, it means that we've lost our faith in God. Because we spend much time, when most of us are listening to the news, we want to hear that employment rate is increasing so that you can apply. You want to hear that uh, the economy is doing well. You want to hear the financial group telling us, don't problem, we can meet up. You want to, those are the things we want to hear to have the hope. We want the inf- people of influence to speak to our heart, to let us know that don't worry, things is going to be well. But when the preacher are coming, we just use emotion just to hear the word from them and also to have the faith and just to be good for a moment. But the true people we are waiting to listen to are the people that will just come to encourage us because those people are not coming to encourage us from the word of God. They are using their intellect and what is happening now is beyond intellect. That's why John 15, 7 says, But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. Thus, do you remain in God? Do you remain in God? Do you remain in God? This is why I'm coming with this news to you that there's no new normalcy in God's kingdom. There's no new normalcy. God has not changed and will not change. Your anxiety or worry for the unknown life after COVID-19 will not put you in place. Will not put you in places of you or with the comment of the cable with news will not save you. Because in God's kingdom, he said it's the same yesterday, today and forever. So if it's the same yesterday, today and forever, then it's the same. The promises he has given you before you started this year is the same. The things he told you this year is the same. The things he's going to do through you. Asking me, are you out of your mind? How is God going to bring all these things to pass? He is. The world has faced more and more economic meltdown than this. Even in the Bible, which was recorded during the time of Joseph. But the Israelites were saved. The sons of Jacob, they were saved. During the time they were in famine, there were no food anywhere. People were selling their lands for food. Do you know what it means? That you have a whole acres of land or you have a house's built property that is worth one millions of dollars or worth of two hundred and thousands of dollars and you are selling it to just to get one bag of food. Oh no. God God has as God kept them during that time. And he has us in mind. And he has you in mind. He has not forgotten you. So what do you need to do in this time? We need to do what Hebrews 11, 1 told us. Two things. He said, now is a faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. We hope for it. We can't touch it. We can't feel it. But we only hope that God is doing it. And we put our focus in God. Because faith in man will not take us anywhere. It's only faith in God. And they said it's evidence of things not seen. You're living as if you've seen it. What is it you're worried about? 
what is it you're trying to give up or you're even trying to commit suicide thinking that oh the world has ended no it has not god is right there with you god is with you right now so instead of us to put our trust, instead of us to keep waiting for the government to give us a good news or for the legislative or for the influencers, for the rich, for the financial gurus, for the economists to give us the good news, why not just go into the word of God and build our faith of substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen? Do you understand me today, my brother, my sister, my friend? my uncle, my mother, my father, my relative, that God does not change. So can we will pray this prayer with me today? Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your faithfulness. Forgive me if I have failed you in believing in you or having faith in you. Have mercy on me. If I have failed you, thinking you cannot solve my problems. And Lord, lead me into your love, into your place of love. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. And then if you listen to me and you've not received Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, can you say this prayer after me? Lord Jesus, come into my life. Be my Lord, be my Savior. Set me free from sin and the consequences of sin. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And the hold of sin is broken over your life today in Jesus' name. And I release to you the spirit of love of God upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to me today. Till I come your way next time, note, God is still the same. Yesterday, today, and forever.